Harion, welcome to the Chinmaya Vrindavan podcast. Harion, today's topic will be the Dakshina Murti Stotram chanted by Swamiji. <coughs> Start. श्री गणेशाय नमः श्री सरस्वतीय नमः श्री सद्गुरुभ्यो नमः समस्त जनकल्याणे निरतम करुणामयम नमामि चिन्मयम देवम सद्गुरुम ब्रह्मविद्वरम मनोजवम मारुदतुल्य वेगम जितेन्द्रियम बुद्धिमताषिणी जगन्माता मम सौभाग्यवृद्ध नमस्को ಪ್ರಸನ್ನಾಚಾರ್ಯಂಕರಾಚಾರ್ಯಂಕರಾಚಾರ್ಯ ಶುದ್ಧಜ್ಞಾನೈಕಮೂರ್ತ ನಿರ್ಮಲಾ ಪ್ರಶಾಂತಿಣಾಮೂರ್ತ ಸಚ್ಚಿತ್ಯಾಪತ್ರಯಶಾಯ ಶ್ರೀಕೃಷ್ಣಾಯಮಲಕೋಮಳಾಂಗಸಾರೋಪಿತಾಪ We were seeing the Dhyana Shlokas. So let us read the first one. Maunavyakya prakatita parabrahma tattvam yuvanam varishishtante vasat ಆವೃತ್ತಿಂದ್ರಕರಗಲಿತಚಿನ್ಮುತ್ರಮಾನಂದಮೂರ್ತಿಮೀಡೇಸ್ಟ್ ವಟವಿಟಿ ಸಮೀಪೇಮಿಭಾಗೇನಿಷಣ್ಣ 
ತ್ರಿಭುವನಗುರುಮೀಶ ದಕ್ಷಿಣಾಮೂರ್ತಿದೇವ ಜನನ ಮರಣ ದುಃಖೇದಕ್ಷ ದಕ್ಷಿಣಾಮೂರ್ತಿದೇವ ನಮಿ ಐ ಆಫರ್ ಮೈ ಸ್ಯಾಲ್ಯೂಟೇಷನ್ಸ್ ಟು ದಕ್ಷಿಣಾಮೂರ್ತಿ ಈಶಂ ದೇವ ಲಾಡ್ ರೆಸ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ವರ್ಡ್ಸ್ ಈಸ್ ದ ಡಿಸ್ಕ್ರಿಪ್ಷನ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿಸ್ ದಕ್ಷಿಣಾಮೂರ್ತಿ ನಿಷನ್ನಂ ದ ವನ್ ಹೂ ಇಸ್ ಸೀಟೆಡ್ ವಟ ವಿಟಪಿ ಸಮೀಪೆ ಸಮೀಪೆ ನಿಯರ್ ವಟ ವಿಟಪಿ ವಟ ವಟವೃಕ್ಷ ವಟವೃಕ್ಷ ಸ್ಟ್ಯಾಂಡ್ ಫಾರ್ ಬ್ಯಾನಿಯನ್ ಟ್ರೀ in the, uh, the vadavachcha also they say there are so many kinds this particular vadavachcha no bird sits such a vadavachcha only the lord has chosen otherwise if the tree allows the birds to perch on it then as the lecture is going on a crow can do what a decent crow does normally it drops will fall on your nose so this uh, whatever this whatever cha is different where no crow sits or no bird sits therefore they have intelligently chosen this tree ಸಮೀಪೆ ಕ್ಲೋಸ್ ಟು ಭೂಮಿ ಭಾಗೆ ಆನ್ ದ ಗ್ರೌಂಡ್ ಅಟ್ ದ ಫುಟ್ ಆಫ್ ವಡವೃಕ್ಷ ನಿಷನ್ನಂ ದಕ್ಷಿಣಾಮೂರ್ತಿ ಈಸ್ ಸೀಟೆಡ್ ವಾಟ್ ಡಸ್ ಈ ಡೂ ಸಕಲ ಮುನಿ ಜನಾನ ಜ್ಞಾನಂ ಆರಾದ್ ಮುನಿ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ದೇರ್ ಇಂಟೆಲೆಕ್ಚುಯಲ್ ಫೀಚರ್ಸ್ ದೇ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಲಿವ್ಡ್ ಅ ಫುಲ್ ಲೈಫ್ and seen the limitation of pursuit in the world sadhana chatushtre sampannanam and to them this knowledge is imparted muni jananam muni means manana shilavan muni muni doesn't mean the one who has got daddy and all that that is not the muni here the one who is the the capable of reflection thinking and that person so sadhana chatushtha sampanna to to those to that people to those people the lord is imparting brahma vidya arad arad the one who is capable of direct and instantaneous communication aparokshat jnana pradataram aparokshat jnana pradataram is the meaning arad as you listen the student will get the knowledge the skill of the teacher is that he will not allow the student to form any concept of god 
because generally as the student listen to the teaching he forms a concept the teacher's job is that he never allow the student to form a concept of god because any concept is limited that cannot be the lord that is a skill that is called arad every step of teaching the student conclude with the concept the teacher should make the student that brahman is not something else but the very nature of one's own self your brahman good hood is not a separate entity other than you it is not a status you have to acquire at a given condition and place it is something to be recognized as brahman it is eternally available as your own self it is to be owned up at the time of teaching so that is a arad without delay instantaneously second meaning of arad is even from a distance one can bless the student because he is the lord tribhuvana gurum isham the one who is the teacher of all the three worlds guruhu the root is granati to teach upadishati bodayati iti guru in guru gita there is a definition given gukaras dvandakaras trovai rukaras tan nivartakah andhakara nivartitva gururutyapidiyate the one who lights up the inner light of knowledge to dispel the darkness of ignorance internal darkness is called ru internal darkness means gu and the remover is called ru so gu means ignorance ru the one removes Lord Krishna said in the tenth chapter, "Tesha meva anukambartham aham atnyanajam tamaha nasheyami atma bhavastha jnana deepe na bhasuta." To those out of compassion for them, I destroy their darkness of ignorance, lighting the lamp of knowledge. therefore he is called the light the illuminator of darkness darkness also has to you know ignorance is also known to you knowledge is also known to you so the one who is beyond knowledge and ignorance can only illumine darkness so that illuminating factor in each one of us is 
ದಕ್ಷಿಣಾಮೂರ್ತಿ ಈಶ ಸರ್ವಂ ಈಷ್ಟೇ ಈಶ ಈಶ್ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ದ ಒನ್ ಹೂ ಈಸ್ ಪವರ್ಫುಲ್ ಟು ಪ್ರಫಾರ್ಮ್ ಸೃಷ್ಟಿ ಸ್ಥಿತಿ ಸಂಹಾರ ಕರ್ತ ಸೊ ಸೃಷ್ಟಿ ಸ್ಥಿತಿ ಸಂಹಾರ ಕರ್ತ ಈಶ ಸಮರ್ಥ ದ ಕೇಪಬಲ್ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಪರ್ಟ್ ಇನ್ ಸೃಷ್ಟಿ ಸ್ಥಿತಿ ಸಂಹಾರ in this context the word isha means the capacity to communicate as the toughest because the toughest task is communication so not available the teacher is teaching the student is not available mentally physically they be sitting there but mentally not available or not interested or obstruction it is very difficult to get a mind to listen for a length of time here the task of the teacher is to communicate something that is not communicable so the communication skill has to be extraordinary even worldly things we have problem communicating especially when it comes to subtle feelings of emotions then what to talk about the subtlest aspect of the lord and especially upanishad teachings are also contrary in nature one upanishad say asatva idamagra asid petreya and chandokya say sadeva soumya idamagra asid non existent was there in the beginning one upanishad says existence alone was there in the beginning another upanishad says so contradictions are there it is to be communicated properly otherwise people will misunderstand and this ability to rightly communicate is the arat meaning the object to be known is not an object ascharyo va vakta ascharyo jnata kushalanushishtaha that kushalatvam is indicated by the word isha so the person who is talking about is wonder the person who is listening is a wonder and the person who says i understood it is a wonder <laughs> so this is is a wonder now what is the benefit in gaining this knowledge janana marana dukkha cheda daksham he is the destroyer of jananam birth maranam death dukkham what is between birth and death dukkham different grades of sorrow the gap between the two events of sorrow what do you feel is happiness 
Chedaha cutting, destroying. Daksha means samarthaha, capable. So the one who is capable of removing our samsara dukkha. Janana marana dukkha. Janana means dukkha. Marana, of course, dukkha. Here the snapping is done with the sword of knowledge, jnana asina. So, moksha prada dakshina murtihi, I worship him so that with his blessings I shall gain moksha. The one who has already gained moksha, still he worship dakshina murti because he expresses his gratitude as worship. Advaitin can continue to worship the Lord as Kritanyada Prakadanartham Namami. As gratitude, expression of gratitude, one should. Don't say, I am also Brahman, you are also Brahman, why should I prostrate you? No. Kritanyada <laughs> Prakadanartham. Then the third verse, Chitram Vatataror Mule. Vradha Shishya Guru Yuva Gurostu Maunam Vyakyanam Shishyastu Chinna Samsaya Chitram Badadaromore, just a simple verse of appreciation. Nothing new here, new thought is not given here. Chitram Vichitram. I am seeing something wonderful. Chitram here means wonderful. Chitra means vichitram, wonderful. Ascharyam. Where at the foot of a banyan tree, what are the roar mule? A teaching is going on. General thing is the teacher is older and the students are younger. But here it is opposite. Shishyaha Vridha. Because the students are old. Because by the time they discover the relevance of Vedanta to life, it will take time. They have to go through three ashramas, Brahmacharya, Grihastha, Varaprastha. The word vridha means maturity also. There are different kinds of vridhattam. Jnana vridha by knowledge. Vayo vridha by age. Shila vridha mean by experience. So three type of vridhattam. Vridha means old age. Jnana vridha. Vayo vridha. Now wonder number one, but number two, Guru is young. Wonder number one is Shishya is old. <laughs> number two wonder is students are younger. Youthful God to indicate the immortality. Shows the immortality is ageless. This teaching is also ageless. That way, Sadashiva Samarambham Sankaracharya Madhyamamiti. 
the one who is ever young internal youth means a mind which is cheerful and positive attitude when dreams are replaced by regrets we are entering to old age <laughs> vedantins they are ever young because they like to live in the present practical thing is an old guru cannot sit down and teach one hour <laughs> therefore guru should be reasonably healthy and younger third wonder gurostu maunam vyakhyanam teaching is in silence silence here means indirect method not directly speaking indirect method we saw in the first month, month verse maunam vyakhya prakatita para brahma tattvam there we saw jnana mudrena so maunam here means by mudraya mudra here means indirect method so in dance also they converse each other with mudra isn't it so that is in silence but they don't speak they convey through mudra <clears throat> so this here also dakshinamurti conveyed this highest teaching with the mudra with the symbol teaching is in the teaching is in silence teaching is in silence not literal figuratively so that is why there are so many language now uns, unspoken language is there body language etc they talk about it so it is all teaching in silence or speaking in silence shishyastu chinna samshayah they have doubtless knowledge free from all doubts ravana maharshi was silent and students went to him with doubt got cleared even if he has not spoken a word in his presence they got answers to their questions so silence atma is silent so according to mandukya upanishad also that silence is amatra state is paramatma state akara ukara makara three matras and then there is a fourth matra which is amatra that state is brahman so the one who is established in that brahman hood he is in silence so he communicated that state of silence through mudra through vidyana mudra then fourth verse nithaye sarva vidyanam bhishaje bhavarogiṇam गुरवे सर्वलोकानाम 
ದಕ್ಷಿಣಾಮೂರ್ತ ನಮಃ ದಕ್ಷಿಣಾಮೂರ್ತ ನಮಃ ಅವರ್ ಪ್ರಾಸ್ಟ್ರೇಷನ್ಸ್ ಟು ದಕ್ಷಿಣಾಮೂರ್ತಿ ವಿ ಸಿ ತ್ರೀ ತ್ರೀ ಡಿಸ್ಕ್ರಿಪ್ಷನ್ಸ್ ಆರ್ ಗಿವನ್ ಸರ್ವಿದ್ಯಾಲೇಜ್ ಪರ ಎಂಡ್ ಅಪರ ವಿದ್ಯಾಟ್ ಇನ್ ಮುಂಡಗೋಪನಿಷತ್ ಸೊ ಸರ್ವಿದ್ಯಾಧೋರ್ಡ್ ಆಫ್ ಆಲ್ ನಾಲೆಜ್ ಅಂಗವಿದ್ಯಾಲ್ಸೋ ನೆಸೆಸರಿ ಟು ಅಂಡರ್ಸ್ಟ್ಯಾಂಡ್ ವೇದಾಂತ ವೇದ ಅಂಗಾನಿ ಸೊ ಫೋರ್ ವೇದಾಸ್ ಆರ್ ದೇರ್ ಫೋರ್ ಸಿಕ್ಸ್ ವೇದಾಂಗಾಸ್ ಆರ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ದೇರ್ ಶಿಕ್ಷಾ ಕಲ್ಪಂ ನಿರುಕ್ತಂ ಛಂದಸಂ ವ್ಯಾಕರಣಂ ಜ್ಯೋತಿಷಂ ದೀಸ್ ಆರ್ ದಿ ಅಂಗಾಸ್ ಔಟ್ ಆಫ್ ದೀಸ್ ತ್ರೀ ಥಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ಆರ್ ವೆರಿ ಇಂಪಾರ್ಟೆಂಟ್ ಪದಶಾಸ್ತ್ರ ವಾಕ್ಯಶಾಸ್ತ್ರ ಪ್ರಮಾಣಶಾಸ್ತ್ರ ಓರ್ ತರ್ಕಶಾಸ್ತ್ರ ಓರ್ ಮೀಮಾಂಸಾಶಾಸ್ತ್ರ ಪದಶಾಸ್ತ್ರ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ದ ನಾಲೆಜ್ ಆಫ್ ಲ್ಯಾಂಗ್ವೇಜ್ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ಕಮ್ಯುನಿಕೇಶನ್ ಇಸ್ ಇನ್ ಲ್ಯಾಂಗ್ವೇಜ್ ಇಫ್ ದ ಮೀಡಿಯಂ ಇಸ್ ಇನ್ ಇಂಗ್ಲಿಷ್ ಒನ್ ಶುಡ್ ನೋ ಇಂಗ್ಲಿಷ್ ವೆರಿ ವೆಲ್ and the one who has a, a good good uh, knowledge of sanskrit also very important tarka shastram is pramana shastram logical thinking i should know how to think logically the student and the teacher should know proper thinking so proper thinking is communicated through language that is what our shankaracharya has done it in throughout his commentary how to look at a verse so the commentary of the verses he is teaching us how to look at it so he he go to the central point and give explanation to it and then each word is commented and the arguments that is given in that particular verse he compares with other schools of thought and finally establishes the vedanta shastra so this is how he explains the tradition of teaching thinking is proper but language is not proper then communication will not take place suppose thinking is false but eloquently communicated is andha parampara all other school of thought eloquently communicated but thinking is false successful communication is possible only when there is right thinking and appropriate language to transfer the thoughts 
right thinking requires tarkashastram proper teaching requires padashastram shabdam padamin shabdam there is a subhashitani shabda shastram anadhiya yat puman vastu michchadi vajas sabhantare rothu michchadi vane madotkadam hastinam kamala naladantuna suppose without learning the language properly a person wants to give a discourse on an advanced subject amidst a learned audience it is like a person wants to catch a wild elephant in rat with a lotus stalk <coughs> it is laughable so shabda shastram pada shastram is very important knowledge of language communication then vakya shastram or mimamsa shastram special skill in interpreting the vedas scriptural interpretation like a constitutional lawyer has the ability to interpret the law properly so to mimamsa shastra helps you to interpret proper meaning mimamsa shastra is brahma sutra brahma sutra etc general mimamsa analysis on the upanishad vakyas ಅಬೌಟ್ ದಕ್ಷಿಣಾಮೂರ್ತಿ ಈಸ್ ಮಚ್ ಮೋರ್ ದರ್ ಫೋರ್ ನಿಧೇ ಸರ್ವಿದ್ಯಾಬೋರ್ಡ್ ಆಫ್ ಆಲ್ ಟೈಪ್ ಆಫ್ ನಾಲೆಜ್ ಎ ಟೀಚರ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಶುಡ್ ಬಿ ಎ ಮಾಸ್ಟರ್ ಆಫ್ ಸೈಕಾಲಜಿ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ಮೈಂಡ್ ಈಸ್ ಯೂಸ್ಡ್ ರೆಗ್ಯುಲರ್ಲಿ so bhavarogiṇam viṣaye dachinamurti is the greatest doctor vaidyanathah lord of all doctors he is specialized in bhavaroga samsara samsara affected by virus you know the full form of virus vital information resources under siege <laughs> that is virus vital information resources under siege virus i hope you all know it vital information resources under siege 
Similarly, Atnyanam virus has suppressed knowledge. The antivirus treatment is knowledge. <clears throat> Pavaha, Janmaha. Pavaha is equal to Janmaha. Punap Punaha Jayate. Again and again, but. So, Gurave Sarvalokanam, he is Guru for all, Shishya of none. So, this Dakshinamurti Guru is peculiar Guru. He himself was not a Shishya. Because all other Gurus are one time Shishya of somebody. But here he was always Guru. <laughs> Never became Shishya of anybody. Then the fifth one. Om Namapranavarthaya Shuddhatnyanaiga Murtaye Narmalaya Prashantaya Dakshinamurtaye Namaha Prostrations to Dakshinamurti Narmalaya free from impurities. Like Atnyanam, Ahankaram, Punyapava Karma, Sugadukkabalam, all these are called impurities. Ahankara include all other impurities. Like Manitam, Dambitam, so Rakshasavarti, 16th chapter, we go and talk about it. One, one is free from all these impurities. One is prashantaha. Pranavarthaya. Pranavarthaya. One who is the meaning of the pranava. Pranava means Om. The Chanamurti is said to be the meaning of the word Omkara. Pranava has got two parts. One is sound and the second is silence. Before and after the chanting of Om, silence is an integral part of Om. Sound is Saguna, Dakshinamurti, Akara, Ukara, Makara. So that is Saguna. <clears throat> silence is Nirguna. So Akara, Ukara, Makara, three Saguna aspect of Dakshinamurti. So, Akara stands for Virat, Ukara stands for Hiranyagarbha, Makara stands for Ishara. This is very elaborately given in Mandukya Upanishad. Silence part of Omkara is Nurguna aspect of Dakshinamurti. This is the ideal name for the Lord which called Pranava. Pranava, the name, the meaning is proper name. Pra, proper, Nava, proper name. What is the appropriate name for the Lord? The name should be appropriate to the nature of the person. A squint-eyed person, you, you put Pangajakshi, 
lotus eyed that is not anvartha it is <laughs> it is not a proper name so here bhagwan the lord is at one saguna and narguna and he is everything so to include everything the name should include everything that's why akara stands for waking world included all sthula prapancha then ukara includes all subtle body sushma prapancha then makara stands for karana prapancha the causal body so then silence is narguna so look at this highly intellectual our rishis how they discovered this ukara narguna swarupa attributeless nature is the lord's real nature the dakshina murti form we worship is temporary for the sake of worship shuddha jnanam eka murtaye unadulterated consciousness jnanam consciousness which is only one murti nature or swarup he whose nature is pure non dual consciousness nirmalaya free from all doshas impurities atnyanam ahankara karma punya bhavabalam sugam dukham these are all impurities the one who is free from that therefore prashantaya totally undisturbed consciousness so the chinamurti stotram is to be studied after upanishad studies then you will appreciate there is one more verse it is not there in this book but uh, other books it is there ishvaro gururatmeti murti bheda vibhagine vyomavat vyapta dehaya dakshina murtaye namaha so here one dakshina murti himself is appearing as a student a teacher and the subject matter pramata the student means knowledge of means of knowledge student pramata pramata is student number 2 means of knowledge pramanam but shastra pramanam not guru but guru is supposed to speak only shastra the written words are not capable of communicating properly but the same shastra came out of a traditional acharya it makes sense therefore guru gives life to shastra therefore he become better pramanam therefore ishara is the subject matter prameyam subject matter so pravana 
ಪ್ರಮಾತ ಪ್ರಮಾಣ ಪ್ರಮೇಯ ಈಶ್ವರ ಇಸ್ ಅ ಸಬ್ಜೆಕ್ಟ್ ಮ್ಯಾಟರ್ ಹಿಯರ್ ದ ಆದರ್ ಸೇ ದ ಸ್ಟೂಡೆಂಟ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಇಸ್ ದಕ್ಷಿಣಾಮೂರ್ತಿ ಪ್ಲೇಯಿಂಗ್ ಎ ಫೂಡ್ ಟೀಚರ್ ಇಸ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ದಕ್ಷಿಣಾಮೂರ್ತಿ ಅಂಡ್ ದ ಸಬ್ಜೆಕ್ಟ್ ಮ್ಯಾಟರ್ ಟಾಟ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ದಕ್ಷಿಣಾಮೂರ್ತಿ ಮೂರ್ತಿ ಭೇದ ಡಿಫರೆಂಟ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ಡಿಫರೆಂಟ್ ಫಾರ್ಮ್ ಆಸ್ ಇಟ್ ವೇರ್ ಅಪಿಯರ್ ಆತ್ಮ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಸ್ಟೂಡೆಂಟ್ ಹಿಯರ್ ಇನ್ ಸ್ಲೀಪ್ ವಿ ಡ್ರೀಮ್ ವಿ ಬಿಕಮ್ ಆಲ್ ದ ತ್ರೀ ಪ್ರಮಾಣ ಪ್ರಮೇಯ ಪ್ರಮಾತ ವಿ ಆರ್ ದ ಡ್ರೀಮರ್ ವಿ ಆರ್ ದ ಡ್ರೀಮ್ ಆಬ್ಜೆಕ್ಟ್ಸ್ ವಿ ಆರ್ ದ ಒನ್ ಎಂಜಾಯಿಂಗ್ ಇಟ್ ಇನ್ ಹಿಸ್ ಒರಿಜಿನಲ್ ನೇಚರ್ ಹೀಸ್ ವ್ಯೋಮವತ್ ಲೈಕ್ ಸ್ಪೇಸ್ ಆಲ್ ಪರ್ವೇಡಿಂಗ್ ಕಾನ್ಶಿಯಸ್ನೆಸ್ ವ್ಯೋಮವತ್ ವ್ಯಾಪ್ತ ದೇಹಾಯ ಲೈಕ್ space in his essential nature he is attributeless but for vyavahara he appears as student guru subject matter dinamurtaye namaha shivam shivagaram shantam shivaatmanam shivottamam vimarga pranetaram pradostu sada shiva another words is also there so it's all same meaning okay now comes to the original dakshinamurti stotra it composed in a long meter i will read you can look at the book ವಿಶ್ವರ್ಪಣ ದೃಶ್ಯಮಾನಗರೀತುಲ್ಯಂತರ್ಗತ ಪಶ್ಯನ್ನಾತ್ಮನಿ ಮಾಯಗಿರಿಗೋರ್ಭೂತ ಯಾಕ್ಷಾತ್ಕುರುತೆ ಪ್ರಬೋಧಸಮೇವಾಯ ತಸ್ಮೈ ಶ್ರೀಗುರುಮೂರ್ತ ನಮೀದಕ್ಷಿಣಾಮೂರ್ತ ದೀಸ್ ವರ್ಸಸ್ ಆರ್ ಫಾರ್ ಮೆಡಿಟೇಷನ್ ಪರ್ಪಸ್ ದಿಸ್ ಇಸ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಕಾಲ್ ದಕ್ಷಿಣಾಮೂರ್ತಿ ಅಷ್ಟಕಂ someone says that bhagwan shankaracharya wrote only 8 verses but there are 10 verses it seems somebody added another two verses so for a student who has done shravanam and mananam it is an upanishad sara stotra Sankaracharya offers salutations to Dakshinamurti. Therefore, it has a stotram value and hence it is included in the daily prayer. Dakshinamurti. 
we chant this <clears throat> in the brahma sutra class before the class starts the teacher before the along with the teacher for every verse we chant and prostrate then only brahma sutra is taken <clears throat> the fourth line in all the nine verses is the same tasmay shri dakshinamurtaye idam namaha i am offering these salutations to that dakshinamurti since dakshinamurti is not visible to our eyes i consider my own guru himself is that dakshinamurti every student of vedanta should look upon his guru as pratyaksha dakshinamurti guru murtaye first three lines of every verse shankaracharya summarizes the upanishad sara the essence of upanishads atmat what is the essence of upanishad atmatnyanam my real nature is to be revealed to us means whatever we know about ourselves is not real the biodata is not real by knowing this unreal nature of mine there is no benefit <coughs> but knowing your real nature your gain is liberation from samsara <coughs> this we find in chandokya upanishad where narada approaches sanat kumaras and requests for this knowledge narada had a very big long list of phd's nakshatra <clears throat> vidya bodha vidya preda vidya veda vedangas puranas itihasas all of them he knew but still he felt sorrowful <clears throat> but still he was a miserable educated person educated person means what <clears throat> i can eloquently explain my sorrow <coughs> uneducated person may not be able to explain his sorrow eloquently but educated means he can eloquently explain Hmm. Now, <clears throat> therefore, Sarath Kumara teaches the nature of Atma to Narada. Who am I really? In all this Totram, Acharya reveals Atma is of the nature of consciousness, which makes this body sentient and alive. we miss the real essence of us 
that is consciousness because it is an invisible principle when we see the light we look at the bulb and conclude that the bulb is giving light but the invisible electricity is the real light behind the bulb is not seen bulb cannot give light by itself behind the bulb there is a mysterious invisible factor which is called electricity when i look at the bulb there are two things visible and invisible so to with reference to our body <clears throat> there are visible part is body but there is invisible part is consciousness which makes the body alive the very fact that you are alive the very fact that you are able to listen to the talk respond to it that itself shows that there is paramatma consciousness enlivening you the unseen factor so consciousness has got three aspects there are five principles about consciousness number one consciousness is not a part or product or property of the body consciousness is not part or product of the body number 2 consciousness is a separate entity which pervades and enlivens the body number 3 invisible consciousness is not limited by the boundaries of the body it is not within the body body is within consciousness consciousness is not within the body body cannot limit it is a subtler most like space cannot limit the walls cannot limit the space space is in and through the wall that invisible consciousness survives even when the body is destroyed Con consciousness is not recognizable when the expressing medium is absent body this consciousness is my real nature which is called atma or i aham or paramatma to recognize this atma our scriptures gives a methodology we have to switch our vision from body to consciousness this methodology is called drikdrishya viveka written by shri shankaracharya i am different from whatever i experience i am experience this hall this room i am different from the room 
in fact the whole world i experience and therefore i am different from this world so in vedanta there are only two things one is the subject another is an object and how do you define object that which you know you say i know this that comes under object do you know this world yes i know this world therefore the world is coming under the purview of object dismissing the world of object as different from me is easier but when it comes to the body body is also an object an object of experience reject this body as an object of experience is difficult therefore i am not the body and mind and intellect this understanding is very 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 difficult ignorance and knowledge are properties of the mind i know both i am the experiencer who is sentient so the entire anatma consists of three factors the world mind and the body i the atma is the consciousness aham atma chaitanyam asmi and anatma idam jagat jadam asti i am the chaitanya up to this acharya take it for granted that we know because in this dakshinamurti stotram tankaracharya take it for granted the student know certain basics what is atma what is atma these are all thing he is not going to explain all that so he take it for granted the first verse analyzes what is the relationship between i the sentient principle and the world anatma the inert principle what is the relationship between atma and anatma atma anatma sambandha in the subject matter of the first verse shankaracharya explains this beautifully with the help of two examples
One is Darpana Darshyam. And another is Sopana Darshyam. These two examples he brings the whole Vedantic thought. Two examples. Reflected city in the mirror. Visham Darpana Drishyamana Nagari Tulyam. Nija Antargatam. Pashyana Atmani Mayaya Vahihi Iva. Yatha Nidraya I shall explain to you in detail next class. I don't want to start that topic, then I won't be able to finish it. So these two examples Bhagavan uses here. One is the reflected city in the mirror. Now, if you have an apartment in New York City, let us say 42nd Street, and the balcony, you keep a big, large mirror. What do you see? You see a reflected city. And there are people walking sometimes, there are, you know, cars are going, people are walking. Sometimes there is some riot going on, some procession going on. All those things you see. Even though all those things are happening, but it is it is as though happening in your balcony. <laughs> then Nidra means dream. Dream also. Even the dream, when you see a dream, even though it is happening inside you, it looks as though outside you travel. You meet people, discuss people. You get up in the morning, go to office, then come back from office. Then you watch, you watch movies in the in the dream itself. There are movies. Now we shall discuss in detail about that next class. Today we'll stop here, man. It's a very beautiful verse. We go slowly, otherwise. It has to be absorbed. Om Purnamada Purnamidam Purnat Purnamadachade Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnameva Vashishyate Om Shanti 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 Arivom Sri Guru Pyonamaha Arivom Gurudev commentary, read Gurudev commentary because this commentary is unlike other commentary of Gurudev. He has used the Manasol Lhasa. 
the commentary of Sureshwaracharya, written in 144 verses. That commentary is used by our Gurudev to, to write commentary on this Chinamukti. Because most of the time he writes uh, his own uh, commentary. But this one he has followed Manasolasa, followed Sureshwaracharya's commentary. That's why you will see a lot of technical terms he must have used. It will be very nice. Uh, he, he uses a term, you know. So when you when you when, when your reflection you see in the mirror, it is totally opposite. If you are writing with the right hand, you will see left hand you are writing. <laughs> so this inversion. <laughs> That is what happened to us also. Reflected consciousness and the original consciousness. So whatever the original consciousness, when it is reflected, it becomes totally opposite. <laughs> very, very beautiful thought. Think about it. Thank you for taking the time to listen to today's podcast. Be sure to stay tuned for the next episode. Hurry on.